The tech industry is a fast-paced, competitive environment, and it can be difficult to know when to make the move to either leave or to stay. There are many factors that go into making this decision, but we are here to help you out. Hi, everybody. It's Samantha and Mizell, and we're back with another episode that you don't want to miss on the Deeper Than Tech podcast, where we talk about how to grow your career in an industry that was not designed with us in mind. We'll be diving deep into this topic, but before we do, if you're loving this podcast so far, make sure you head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review. Yeah. So like, you wanted to talk about staying in tech when you want to leave. Can you tell me what that means to you? Yeah, to me. So I think it's a common feeling for a lot of people that are in tech. To be like, you know what, I'm quitting for whatever reason, you know what I mean? And I think a lot of times we talk heavily about like how to get into tech, especially for like non-traditional people. But we don't talk about like how to stay in tech when things start to get hard or should you leave tech? Those type of conversations. Yeah. What are some other reasons why people usually want to leave tech? Yeah, I think in addition to like, you know work gets hard because it does like particularly for me I wanted to leave because I was experiencing discrimination I think sometimes people might want to leave because they don't have like great managers that are like investing in their growth or creating psychological safety for them and then I've seen people want to leave because of like ethics like tech is not like the most ethical (laughs) place yeah sometimes we work on things that we don't always agree with I agree with you on that what are some drawbacks with staying in tech are there any Hmm. Okay, I have a hard time with this. I think there's a lot of benefits of staying in tech. I say like if you're not feeling like it's serving you and it's taken away from like your energy, then that would be a drawback. I'm not a fan of staying in things just because you feel like you have to. Like I think there's power in quitting, like knowing when it's time to like start a new chapter. But like particularly for me, I don't see too many drawbacks. (laughs) Yeah, me either. (laughs) I love tech, so it's hard for me, but I don't see that many drawbacks. What are some like benefits of staying in tech? Benefits, first of all, the money. (laughs) And like, you know, compared to a lot of other industries, we do like get a lot more perks of like being able to like work from home and like, you know, we're more flexible. But I think also like you were saying you love tech, me too, right? Like just getting that challenge to like problem solve is really great. Also, I feel like tech impacts a lot of the world, right? Like from fashion to medicine. So like we have the opportunity to like influence or change the way that certain things are going. And I think there's just more career growth opportunities for you. Like I've seen a lot of people go from, or even me, like I went from help desk to software engineering to DevRel. And then I see people in DevRel like decide that they want to start their own companies or they just want to do content creation full time or become a CTO. Like it's just like you kind of have more options or not more options, but a lot of options. Yes, there are plenty of options. Like you don't even have to code to be in tech. Let's say like somebody's not very happy at their job and what they're doing. Like what is some ways that they can become happy, I guess, in tech? Yeah, yeah. Good question. I had a lot of jobs where I was not happy. I would say first step is probably talk to your manager and let them know. That part is hard, but it's probably like instead of like jumping to conclusions, probably like the first thing that you should do, talk to your manager and like figure out like, what is it? Like, is it that you're not working on a project you like? Is it that a coworker is not not vibing with you well or something like that? And I think if 
that not working out, I say try switching companies or try switching roles. I did that a lot because at first I felt like, oh, I got to stay in this job. This is how software engineering is. Let me just stick it out. But when I moved to another software engineering role, I was like, oh, okay, like the experience is better. But then I was like, okay, software engineering is not really the thing I'm exactly passionate about. I like talking about code more than I actually like coding. So then I was like, let me try a different role like DevRel. So I think before deciding to quit completely try navigating other either companies or roles and experimenting I think like you only have one life so you might as well try to be happy as much as you possibly can (laughs) you mentioned going straight to your manager I personally would feel kind of scared to talk to a manager about how I'm feeling. Is there any other outlets that we, people can go to to like get that sense of like what they should do next? That's a good point. You know that you say that because it depends on who your manager is and how they will react. I think another thing, now that you say that, that helps me was like talking to other software engineers, not necessarily at my company, but like building that community helped me to recognize like, oh, are the things that I'm experiencing actually normal? And just having like a venting process too, you know, whether that's like people you graduated from boot camp with or school or other software engineers you met along the way, or even Twitter, whatever social media, it's nice to be able to chat with people and be like, oh my God. I'm pissed off at work. And they're like, oh, I deal with that every day. It's annoying. Or you say something and they're like, that's not normal. Like you should quit. Like just having that reality check and having that community helps too. Yeah. I have complained many times to my friends from like outside of work and friends with inside of work. I think it's super helpful because you have no idea. Maybe what you're going through is not normal. Maybe what you're going through is normal. And then how can we work this out? I will say like, it's still okay to talk to your manager. Like, I'm not saying it's not a bad thing, but because I talk to my manager about like everything, even if it's not work related, like how I'm feeling. I used to be very like just work with my manager, but now I'm like a little bit more open. Like when somebody says like, how are you doing? I'm like, I give them my whole story. <laughs> I know they were just asking, like asking me for like that quick answer. Like, I'm fine. But yeah. like, I give them a whole like 30 minute story about how I'm doing. <laughs> how did you switch from like work mode to like regular mode? Was it the person switching me? I don't know. Because I've also struggled with like being super work. I'm like, here's what I'm working on. Okay, goodbye. So just curious. Yeah, mostly work mode to personal mode was mostly changing managers. My manager was more chit-chatty. I love how chit-chatty she is. So that was very helpful. And I realized like a lot of times I actually don't need help and I have to fill in the space. So what can I fill in the space with? My problems in my life. (laughs) It's like a free therapist. (laughs) So (laughs) that's what I usually fill the space up with now. So yeah. Thanks for the question. That was a good question. Okay. So say you're saying you're not happy in your role and you're ready to leave. What are some steps that you might want to take to make that a transition? Yeah. I say if you're ready to leave, maybe your particular role or tech in general, I would say first explore the other options that are out there. Like when I wanted to switch from software engineering to DevRel, I didn't know DevRel really existed. I want to do something where I can like teach people about code. So I looked into different stuff. I'm like coding bootcamp instructor, this, that. And then also just looking at like observing the people. I know it sounds kind of stalkery, but like sometimes I would look at people's LinkedIn and I'll be like, okay, so first you were this, then you became that. So maybe I need to take that step or see if I could skip it, whatever, you know? So just observing other people 
people's careers, maybe even chatting with them, hitting them up and being like, hey, can I have a coffee chat with you? I would love to connect with you to like learn about your career trajectory because I'm considering going into that, something like that. And then of course, reading job descriptions, just seeing like if you want to get into a different role, like what transferable skills do you have? Where do you need to fill in the gaps? And then just try applying too. Like I apply and interview and that's like the best way for me to figure out if I'm ready to switch over to that job or not. Like I applied to DevRel the first time and they were like, girl, you don't even know what this is. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) At least least they gave you to you straight up. Like, girl, you got to figure yourself out first. And so like taking those little steps to to figure out like how do I switch over what's needed of me um yeah <laughs> I do like the fact that you said that you looked at other people's career trajectories of like where they were because we have to remember everybody's line is not linear we doing like hills and marathons to get to where we are now so it's very important to like maybe find somebody who you like kind of look up to look at their career path and see like how they got there I think that's a perfect step to like knowing what to do next So let's say like, are there any challenges that you see like when you're looking for a new job outside of your field? Like how can we translate what we have, the skills that we have now as coders into a different field? I would say it depends on the field. That's why I'm having a hard time. It depends on like what you're trying to switch into. I think a lot of times with being a software engineer, we're really focused on like coding itself and a little bit of communication, but maybe we want to switch into a less technical role for me I had to like when I switched out of software engineering into DevRel I had to start thinking about like how do I leverage my communication skills how do I leverage like my project management skills and stuff like that so it was challenging to show that through my software engineering job sometimes but I used other stuff that I did as well like any volunteer work that I've done any mentorship any other things that I did outside of software engineering to help like make up for that but I don't know if that answers your question sorry no it it definitely did because when I was transitioning from theater design to tech I definitely leveraged all my design skills I'm like you have to right you have to sell yourself and then not everybody's like you so like what can you show people to make you ahead of the game? Because uh, we all know how to code, but like what sets you apart? Yes. I love the way you put that. Yeah. When you were thinking about leaving tech, was there any fears that you had? Oh, yeah. I had fears. I mean, I guess I didn't leave tech for real, but like leaving software engineering, I have fears that I will forget how to code and the software engineering just seems so stable and there's like always a role in it. And I guess DevRel is popular now, but at the time I was looking, it was just starting to get popular. So I was like, I'm kind of leaving a job for a job that's like less stable. And even now, like DevRel is usually the first to go because companies are like, we don't need you, get out. So those were the fears that I had of like stability and will I use lose my technical skill? Girl, I lose my technical skills every single day. I forget <laughs> how to code every day. I'm like, how do I do this again? So good thing I have comments. <laughs> Very helpful. So like what made you actually stay in tech? Like what was that like defining moment for you? Yeah, the reason I wanted to leave tech was just like, my team was like not including me as a black woman and they were not like really seeing my value. And I didn't realize that for a long time. I was just thinking, it's me. Like, I am not good enough for tech. Like, this is crazy. But after, I think what 
was the defining moment for me, which is weird, is like when I got married and moved in with my husband, he's a software engineer too. And we became software engineers at the same time, but he works at a different company. And I saw how his team was handling different situations. And I'm like, my team does not act like that. If I make a mistake, they act like it's the end of the world. So then that made me start thinking, maybe it's not me. Maybe I should explore other organizations and stuff like that. And as I started to explore more of my interests and more companies, I started really finding myself a bit more. And then I was like, you know what? I actually love tech. I love coding. I love everything about tech. I don't even know which ones to list. But I was like, it's just that like I need to find out like which space will help me out and like create psychological safety for me and I could thrive in. And just like looking at other people's experiences too, besides my husband's, like just reading online. I was like, okay, so it's not me. I can like move forward. So I think that was like the defining moment for me. Yeah, I was glad that you were able to pinpoint the actual problem there. Like, well, maybe when you break up with somebody, it might be me and not them, but (laughs) you know that line. But like when it comes to like your work environment, it's not you. It's like, how can you make your work environment work for you? And I'm glad that you were able to pinpoint that out. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Deeper Than Tech. Until next time, bye.